yo, 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 ha ha. Yeah, you have now into square trip little one. You got your man, the Italian stallion, Mr. Sunny Ill. Now, the only man to release a sex tape that guarantees to promote weight loss. Here to promote athletic sex, my man Shooter. How you doing today? Wonderful, beautiful day, beautiful Make sure you hit us up on Square Triple 101 on Instagram or at Facebook or Talking Stack 101 on Twitter. How things been, man? You know what, man? I can't complain, man. God's good, life is good, work's good, everything's good, man. So, Slurpee's good. Hey, man. Hey, the Slurpee's good. Yes. The food's good. Beautiful day outside. We got the got some boxing on in the background, man. What more can I want? I'm here with my man's and them. That's right. Hey, well, what else do you need? What else do you need? That's the question they want to ask, and I'm here to tell them what it is with the power hour of pure entertainment. So what you got, man? How we winning? Success doesn't come from what you do occasionally. It comes from what you do consistently. Mm. That to everything in life. Hey, consistency is everything. the key with everything, man. That's right. That's right. Um, before we get this, uh, before we get this show started, man, I actually have a few things I wanted to say. Um, I want to send prayers out to uh, the Nennis family. My high school basketball coach passed away yesterday morning, um, yeah. and it was uh, well, one, it's a sad day, but it's uh, it's amazing to see when somebody passes, like the the public roar of the lives that he impacted on everybody. So yeah. it was a good turnout to see, you know, all the Facebook, Instagram posts or whatever. <clears throat> and to see him such mentor so many young men. He not only just coached basketball, but he actually coached men with life. And then um so um prayers out to the Nennis family. Uh rest Definitely in peace. Prayers coach. Out to him. Um he will be truly missed. Mm-hmm. Um also uh we gotta uh pray for Ronnie. Nothing bad's happening to him, but okay. he just moved to Houston. Yes. So, um, first born, the man who actually set us up with all the software, the man who actually got us started with this podcast, uh, the integral part of yep. Square Circle 101 has uh, taken his talents down south. And um, he will be missed. You know, he'll come back up here because this is home for Yeah, him. yeah, no, that's awesome. So, um, shout out. Shout out to my man, Ronnie, first born. Love you, man. Hey. Yes, sure. Yep. Handle your business out yeah, there, baby. So, yep, yeah, that's it, man. Next time we should probably start with that, so we can end with beautiful day outside. Just, yeah, just that. yeah. So I, pick up, let's pick up back up. Yeah, it, was, it was one of those things. It's like I was like, okay, I'm gonna say it, but I'm gonna wait till. And then I was like, oh, yeah, oh. Well, here, let me say this before we go. But yeah, back to the beautiful day here, <laughs> right. Squared Circle 101. Uh, we got a nice little quick show for you, and this is a good one. We got a lot to talk about. We had a uh, the Olympic boxing. We have we actually have a medalist, silver medalist Keyshawn Davis. Yeah, I saw him. Yep, lost to uh, Cuba. Yes, yep. Cuba. So, uh, understandable. Understandable. That, 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 yeah. That's that's yeah. exactly what they produce, man. They, yeah, you know, no. that's exactly their, what they it's, produce. It's their biggest weakness as pros. Mm-hmm. This greatness that they have is this amateur status. It's it hurts them all in the long run at pros, just yeah. because they can't. They get stuck to divisions. You don't see nobody going up multiple division champs yeah. really. But so, hey, man, it is what know, it is. But they hey, got, they got it. But check this out: Floyd Mayweather, silver medalist; mm-hmm. Shakur Stevenson, silver medalist. Mm-hmm. Medal. So, it's, but that's it's like, that's it, another no gold for the Americans. Hey, it's another no, it's another no gold. But you know, in the end, who we'll, we'll see who wins. You know, well, so. 
We'll talk about another silver medalist. Uh, was it my man? Oh, actually, it was a bronze medalist. That was uh, Mick Conlon. Oh, yeah. You know, he fought. Before, we'll talk about this uh, This Mike Coffey versus Jonathan Rice. We, we watched that here. Yep, we just watched that. That dude, Jonathan Rice, was a last-minute replacement. Yep, which we just found out. Found out, yep, and got basically stopped the man. Yep, uh, so Six rounds. Just, just like we always say, when it, when it comes to a late addition to any fight, it's dangerous to the person who's preparing for somebody else. Yes. You know, the, the person who's training, they're bad. preparing for everybody. Everybody. But when you are sitting here preparing to fight somebody and then have somebody come in a late edition, you're scrambling for information. Yep. What does this guy know? To the other guy, it's like, it doesn't really matter. Yep. So, one of the things that I wanted to talk uh, talk about with that, uh, so, uh, one of the things is whenever I don't have a dog in a fight and I'm not emotionally invested, I'm always happy with an upset. Yeah. So, that, that that's kind of cool, man. Just You can't, there's always something feel good with this, the, you know, the underdog story. Mm-hmm. Always, always something is, just no matter what, it's, it's, a, it's a play to our for you know, for for at least a decent person, their standard you know DNA. Yeah, that's that's how they should react. Okay, so um, I told you right before when we were watching that fight, I had a question for you about heavyweights. Yes. So, in every aspect of literally every sport, mm-hmm. all the athletes have become bigger, stronger, faster. See, right? Yeah. Football, you see it. Basketball, you see it. CrossFit, you see, see it. it. Wrestling, like lip yes. soccer, like everybody has become bigger. Yep. The the athletes today are just far superior than almost any athlete. Yeah, LeBron is like the perfect specimen. Serena yeah. Williams, these these type of people. What you call them? Specimens. Well, they're specimens because they're, they're, they're not. They're, yeah, they're, yeah, they're, they're, they're specimens. Why haven't created? They, turn that off. That's you. That's you, homie. Is it? Is that can't be me. That's you. My 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 uh, notification sound sounds like someone trying to stick a pick on you. Oh, okay, gotcha. Okay, so why don't we? Why haven't we seen any more athletic heavyweights? To oh. now, now hold on. Now check this out. I'm not talking about just bigger and stronger, but nobody's moving like Muhammad Ali is. Tyson Fury. Tyson. No, we have very seldom. I'm talking oh, so about that's one. That's one, anyways. Yeah. yeah. So okay. we have so very seldom. So Anthony Joshua, I'll give you. We'll say Deontay Wilder, but even Deontay Wilder doesn't move quick like so Mike Tyson does. Yeah. A lot of these heavyweight boxers are really flat-footed, and they're the Jarrell Millers and stuff like that. Nobody's moving oh. like like I don't understand. It's like I could this, give you one difference. Bo- boxing is an art. Mm-hmm. And for these heavyweights to not be able to move, they're sitting here trading. A lot of them, a lot of the heavyweights are sitting here trading, slugging away at yeah. each other. You you would figure a lot of them would be more Well, skilled. I can speak to American heavyweights, at least. Okay. Because uh, with the American heavyweights right now, I think what a, a big a big majority of these guys are coming from football. Footwork. Mm-hmm. So the footwork's not there. It's just it's not there because yeah. they don't have the same versus uh, uh, Ali or Tyson, guys who fought since they were kids. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? These guys are going to have better developed footwork. footwork. Yeah. And that's the first thing I would think of. Now, for the Europeans, I think... They just, they're moving better. They're moving better. They're moving a lot better because you got yeah. Usyk, who's the heavyweight, and you yeah. got Tyson Fury, who's the heavyweight. Uh, I looked up the odds. As of the odds yesterday, Usyk was, is the favorite going in against Joshua. That could change. The, um, it, but I didn't realize not, Pacquiao not, was a favorite, but we'll talk about that now. I mean, yeah, we're... Um, yeah. We, can you, you can make a case for him. Easy. You can make Easy. a case for him. I mean, we'll, we'll get to we'll yeah. get to the uh, yeah the Usyk one thing, but yeah, but well, uh, yeah, yeah, we're gonna talk about that. Later. Yeah, but that's the thing that what a lot of these heavyweights, man, you're not. I'm not seeing 
Yeah. A lot yeah. of skilled footwork with these guys and a lot of movement. I've seen a lot of flat footedness and a yeah. lot of just power and yeah. a lot of being able to take punch instead of like. They slow down pretty fast too. Yeah. You know, yeah. not many of them can go. I think Luis Ortiz is the one that can go 12 rounds that probably looks good on his feet. Tyson Fury's and, pretty good. But at the same time, he's yeah. Cuban. Yeah. He's Cuban, so he has he that background. He can say he's going to get a pass. Yes, because he's going to be able to outbox most people in there. But um, that was kind of one of the things. Is just It just seems like there's a lot of sloppiness yeah. in the heavyweight. And I'm not going to say I don't like it because it's still entertaining watching you guys slug against each other. But, yeah. you know, the, as far as the head movement, you know, from Muhammad Ali's and Tyson Fury's mm-hmm. and Mike Tyson's, you know, you know, a lot of the favorites, I'm, I'm – Wondering why isn't anybody like taking more into access and that watching yeah. Deontay Wilder's training film, it looked like he's starting to move a little bit better. But yeah. at the same time, you're already 30 fights in, bro, professionally. So it's yeah, like, I know, don't know circles don't what die, they can circles do. don't die squares because this is the thing. If they can get Tyson, I don't think we'll, we'll talk about that fight as we get to mm-hmm. that one. But uh, we'll, so we'll get back here. I don't know. I don't know what heavyweights can do it. I don't know why not. I think for Americans, like I said, the football thing. Yeah. Right away, their footwork is going to be... It's just not there. Yeah. Not for boxing. And oh. I don't know if you can get it there unless it's something they did while they are doing football. You got to right? be one of those multi-sport athletes like soccer or whatever. Yeah. Just to, you know, to kind of... Just have the kind of legs to do it because it's, it's just such a forward and back when it comes to football. Anyways, uh, we also had uh, Mick Conlon. Yep. Now, you watched some of this fight, right? Yeah, I did. This was a good fight. It was. Good fight. It was I thought Mick Conlon looked really good. Sorry, it's Michael Conlon, Mick Conlon, whatever. Mick, Michael, they call it Michael Mick Conlon, so Michael it's not really a slur. <laughs> not really a slur, it's right? Yeah. It still is. But DJ TJ Doherty, can you pull up his record real quick? Because we've seen him fight before. I think we, we saw him when he lost his title. And then this was his shot. This is basically Mick Conlon's chance you know, to move up in these rankings here by beating a former titleist who's not just a, a guy kind of you know at the – he wasn't really at the end of his rope, but he's, he's at Gatekeeper's Door. All right. God damn. All right. So, 22 and 3 as of now, 16 KOs. The power from Ireland Southpaw. Yeah. Nice. So, what were you saying about him? What was his nickname? The Power? The Power. Ooh, yeah. I should definitely should have put him on the weed straight. <laughs> That's a weed nickname right the there. The Power, yeah. So, um, he lost the majority decision to Daniel Roman. Yeah, that's the fight we saw right oh, there. Okay. Yeah. Because that's, where he, that's where he gave up his title. That's the one we saw right there. So, yeah. So, this is a well tested guy. Good yep. fight. Good fight for Mick Conlon. What's his mm-hmm. record now? It's 22 and 3, 16 KOs. Yeah. Now, with all of his fights being in Belfast, Ireland, do you think, and under top rank, do you think that Bob Arum, which being the genius he is, is keeping his fights in Ireland on purpose to keep like someone like Shakur Stevens fights in the U.S. to make sure it makes it it's always going to be a geographical thing for the moment, right? Build them both up before he tries to maybe bank cash in. I mean, the thing is, we we know. I can't. Okay, a couple things. One, I can't really speak for the average public, you know, yeah. who don't really know Mick Mick Conlon or whatever. Yeah. When you say his name, you're like, uh, may, or you, may the not dude who flipped off the like, judges. Yeah, the dude. Yeah, so you're gonna say something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. You, you should have moved me when you first got in. It's like <laughs> if you're gonna build this brand, you already his brand's big enough. Ireland, Ireland, they travel like the Raiders. Yeah, like you're gonna know them regardless yeah. of wherever yeah. they're at. That's not me, bro. That That's not literally me. not me. Oh. It is me. Yeah, I thought so. Okay. Yeah, so. Um, and then so why wouldn't you take it to the U.S. to help build his popularity over yeah. here? 
Well, all the fights are televised here, so that's one way. But that's that's why I think possibly keeping his fights. Well, it's it's also cost, I guess. They they see the numbers. They gotta know. They gotta know who's viewing it, and who's not. Yeah, I guess they, I guess you're gonna sell out in Ireland faster than you would sell out in the for US sure for, for sure. a guy like this. You know, to be the the fights in the crowd there, it's normal. You know what I'm saying? Less cops, less cops involved, less shootings. Also, you know what I'm saying? So, Big Conlon looking good on there. What's his ranking at now, my man Conlon? What do you mean? Where, where's he at? Is he is he getting ranked yet anywhere on any of these things? What, what's what's I his division? One twelve. I don't think. So. Well, here actually, I spoke too soon because like I didn't even I didn't even really look. Because this is what I am wondering. After this, uh, well, I mean, while you're looking that up, we. Uh, uh, what we have in the background is the Elamantes Stanionis versus Luis Colazo fight card. I got to see the fight. So, by the WBO, he's ranked number one. Is he? Oh, yep. nice. He's ranked number one in WBO, uh, 10 in WBC, mm-hmm. and 10 in uh, IBF. Nice. But what's crazy huh. is... One like, in, number one and one. Okay. So... Uh, what's crazy is WBO has Daniel Roman after him, but WBC and IBF both have Daniel Roman higher, ranked higher than Mick Conlon. Well, we know who likes him. <laughs> we definitely know who likes Mick Conlon. WBO, that's for sure. I wonder how many like. I wonder if there's a, a conspiracy between like the promotion companies and certain cert, certain alphabet titles. Like, what if all of the t- top ranked guys only had WBO titles? It's it's possible. I hate that boxing can be so subjective sometimes, man. And there's a lot of back and there's a lot of yeah. back and forth between because the thing is, even winning is opinion based. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, basketball you have a score. Yeah. Football you have a score. Hockey you got a score. All, racing you got yeah. the finish line. Yeah. Like there's definitive wins and yeah. losses. Boxing is. All subjective in what you think. Yeah, right. There's, yeah, yeah, no, yeah. there's nothing official about exactly. who won, unless it's a KO. Yeah, right. yeah, even, yeah, yeah. even TKOs. Even TKOs. Even, yeah, even yeah. TKOs. They should have stopped. They should. They should. They should have stopped it. You should. I mean, like, no. you have people who come back. You know, who who got rocked. So yeah. it's when everything's subjective. It's yeah. hey, hey, just let them. Just let me. Hey, let yeah. me buy two, three rounds. Yeah. And you don't know how that can swing the fight. You know, and not saying that that's what would happen, but I can definitely see it. Yeah. I can definitely see it. Yep. So. Yep, I get it. And that's, that's, that's a good call. Good call. Well, with Mick Conlon, ranked number one WBO, I wonder if he's going to get a title shot probably his next fight here. Um, what, what weight division is that? That was 122. So super, let's go. Super bantamweight. Real quick, with the, the other first uh, rank, other ranked title list for the other, other three. Who are they? Uh, Lewis Neri for WBC. Can Mick Conlon beat him? No. I don't think so either. Not today. No. Not today. No. Who, who's after that? So then you got a, you got a three-way. You got a gold with Ronnie Rios for WBA, but Brandon Figueroa has one of the titles at WBA. He's and also Murjan Akhmedeliev. Um, he <laughs> actually has uh, two titles, uh, WBA and IBF. Okay. And then we got a... Stephen Fulton with the WBO. Yeah. Something September 11th. Purity of the sport. Everybody gets a belt. (laughs) Yeah. I I was actually reading, and I I don't know if I sent it to you. One of these belts 
are going to be able to cons- what WBA. I think it's WBA who are consolidating their belts and yes. saying we're not going to have so many. I was just about to bring that up. Yeah. Were you? Probably because you sent it to me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so yeah, no, I'm a huge fan of that. Yeah, me too. Get it out, get it out the way, make more people fight each other. Yes. A lot of people, you know, can say they have a belt just to yes. have a belt. Get rid of get rid of this narrative of multiple belts. That yeah. way, everybody has to fight. Everybody, everybody. has to fight. Get, get, let's, let's let's hurry up and get rid of it. We don't need a, a bronze and silver champions. Let's just have the belt. And that's no. it. Yep. That's a bit. And, and that's then what you're and, I, and I do and I do like the national championships, the NABF. Yeah. You know, because if you that means you're number one in the country when yeah. you get that. So, so. And then um, another thing, it was uh, they said it was for financial reasons too. So instead, it's, it's uh, they can't afford to be able to keep all the belts well good shouldn't it? Yeah. yeah it's good. your own fault yeah <laughs> it's your own fault you you dug your own holes like you know the recession of boxing now kid get galahad versus james dickens this was on the zone uh we know kid galahad we've talked about him before right james uh-huh. dickens basically got his face beat up for the whole fight pretty bad I wasn't able to. I wasn't able to watch it. Yeah, no, it, so it was watched, it was a one sided fight. You watch rounds one through three, and that's pretty much the whole the fight. Whole fight. Yeah, because I had the zone on, but yeah. I had the zone on looking for the Mick Condon fight because yeah, it was. But even though that was on ESPN Plus, yeah, it was early. Like, in the it morning, was yeah. it was early in the morning, yeah. but at the same time, is there was a lot of misinformation out there. Like one of it was like he said, "This is the date," and it had the right, it had the wrong date, but yeah. the right day. So it was like, yeah, it's supposed to be Saturday, but it said Friday, but it had the right day, so I didn't know. I couldn't even catch up with it. So yeah, it was Friday so I morning. Even... I, I ended up watching the fight. I had the fight like on my dash in my car, <laughs> basically while I was driving. I love, I love your dedication to this. <laughs> nah, man. that's what like, I do. I need, I need a. I've been getting better at watching more and more, like I should be. Yeah, yeah. But like, yeah, but to see, I and there's only some... when I watch, I'm only watching the guy that I know that's gonna win. Right, just to see, just see if if he's lost and picked up a step, how he looks really, and then just to compare him to the next and best. Yeah, really, all it is, just so I can kind of go in. I'm always looking for a betting angle. Don't know if I'll ever have the nuts to make these bets, but you can make you can make a bet. Hey, just bet something that you're not afraid to lose. I bet this fight might not happen. I'm gonna talk about is uh, Charlo versus Thurman. They're talking about at 154 pounds. I don't think it'll happen, but it's not gonna happen. It could easy. It could. I, I think, think Thurman has a shot. I don't think Thurman. I don't wants think it. he wins it. I don't. I, yeah, uh-huh. Oh yeah, he has a shot. Yeah, I, but I don't think he wins it because no. he, he, he he ain't done nothing. He's been out the ring. You just don't go in there and jump against as, your bell. As we um, literally, we were, we were uh, we just left Uncle Thurms, man. Yeah. Shout out to the hood hood legend out there. We just left there, and then uh, he goes. We were, we were talking about Pacquiao's last fight versus Thurman, or whatever, and I was just like, you know, Thurman's soft. I said that. Yeah. And then he goes, "Hey, leave Thurman's alone." You know, <laughs> so I was just like, "Yeah." So That's not funny. not just that, but um, I don't think Thurman has turned down a lot of fights or priced himself out of a lot of fights to get in. And he's also uh, vacated belts, yeah. so he didn't have to fight. I, I hope he's investing his money well. <laughs> I think because he's making these moves like he is. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He's making these moves like he is. So. Maybe he invested in Bitcoin a while ago. And Probably then, owns a couple. Yeah, and then that's where he's you know being able to stay afloat from. Yes. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's to being one of the most promising and feared boxers to now we barely see him and there's no like really mystery left We're in top him. Top ten to not mention not it mentioned at, all. at all. I mean, I'm never. I I wasn't a fan of Keith one time Thurman. 
But I liked him. there was a time where I was like, okay, he's fighting. Cool. I yeah. need to see this. Yeah. Now it's like. And he's not even old. He's not. He's and not. that's the thing is, too. I don't know if he's just. He's not even shop worn or nothing like that. He's got, he's got, he's got 20, almost maybe, almost 30 fights, probably. I'm just guessing. I don't even know. But still, it's. We mentioned you one time a year now. Yeah. Gary Russell Jr. fights more than you do. And then it's when we mention you, it's in reference to somebody else, not just mention you, because there's no Keith Thurman news. Exactly. Unless it's, unless it's tagged exactly. somebody else's name. Exactly. Which is terrible. And and yeah, and, and like right now, and it's going to be in there with, with Charlo, because... Oh, here's another thing we should have mentioned earlier also, but anyways. With Charlo versus Thurman, let's say they... They make that fight happen. Yeah. Do you think he knocks him out? I don't know. I don't think he knocks. I him out. I don't think he knocks him out. Uh, Thurman's a survivor, and he yeah, can take a yeah. punch. He's he proven that. Yeah, Not yeah. Pacquiao has knocked him down. He's fought yeah. uh, Sean Porter. He's been rocked he's before. Been, he's been rocked before, man. And he's, he's and one he, of those he holds, Yeah, he's pretty tough for that. It's just like um, I don't think Tyson Fury can get knocked out. I think Deontay Wilder can come close, but it's just like that magic. I don't think he's really. <laughs> well, since you brought that up, we might as well talk about that next. So, because that's actually very next. Fury possibly KO'd in sparring by Jared Allen. He's a, a big, ba- another big baby name, I think. Um, okay. This guy's solid, though. I, th- I pull up Jared Allen real quick, boxer, because I think his record is like like sixteen wins, sixteen KOs type record, pretty solid. I saw this. The photo I saw online of Fury. I saw a picture of Fury with him. He said Jared Allen. I think that's his last name. Just. Look, Nope. I think it's spelled funny too. Uh, I think it's L A N. You said Jared, right? Like he went to Jared to get the rings, right? Jared Anderson. I think that's what it is. Jared Anderson. Um, and it looks like uh, who helped him? Big baby. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Helped him prepare, crushing one punch KO, and opponent falls right on the side of the camera. Nine no nine KOs. Yeah. So the video I saw, the photo I saw was like, it looked like some, uh, it looked like something from uh, one of them, uh, you know, the National Enquirer magazines <laughs> of uh, Tyson Fury laid out because the rumor is that this man KO'd him during sparring session preparing for the well, fight. Even though it's only nine fights, he has a knockout perci- um, percentage of 100%. And, uh, and from there, apparently, he, uh, you know, possibly faked his COVID. Didn't really have COVID, apparently. Okay, whether, whether, oh, I mean, that's into something else, but where... But did all that to push you, back this fight. What do you believe in the validity of the story? You think because you, the name involved and the photos of them together, it's possible. It's very possible. Because I think, like, the... The, the word on the street is when Anthony Joshua got knocked out by Andy Ruiz, he got knocked down. He got knocked down or knocked out in in camp, in camp. Oh, mm-hmm. right. So, I think it's very, we very possible. Earl, so for Earl, a Gypsy, we have Earl Spence knocking out. Uh, yeah. you know, or blacking up. T- what is it, Floyd's eye? Yeah, we had Terrence Crawford KO and some. Or Tim, uh, he, he beat up Timothy Bradley in a sparring session. So, so it's just um, like there's. Yeah. People are going to talk about these. Yeah. And rumors are going to get around. So. And, and, the, and these are the, still the best rumors around in boxing. And the fact that if there's anything, it's small clips or maybe a photo pic here and there, yeah. and it still gets buried. That's that's one thing I do love that it still stays in urban legend. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Because we don't know. We really don't know. 
But if if it was my fighter and he got dropped bad or KTFO'd in sparring mm-hmm. by a guy like this, we push the fight back. We push the fight back. But and, but it wouldn't be. It definitely, and I would do everything possible to bury that information that that's not the reason why, or it's just a coincidence with COVID. That's mine. Well, you can always you can always say that. Hey man, I wasn't feeling my best. I didn't have the lung capacity I usually do. COVID, exactly, exactly. Got knocked out. I can't taste vagina anymore. <laughs> Whatever the reason is, take a break. So if Fury was KO'd by him, you have to take you have to push that back. Because if not, you might just be on edge. Well, at the same time, man, it's like a lot of times you. Um, so I'm not a I'm not a basketball player anymore. Who does? I'm not a basketball player who does CrossFit. I'm a yeah. CrossFit now who occasionally can play basketball. So <laughs> <We can> shoot. <laughs> so look. So anything that I work on and I practice, I'll do it in a wad or I'll do it in a competition because that's what I worked on yeah. the whole time. And the only way that I'm able to use it yeah. is implementing it during game time. Yep. Tyson Fury could be in there taking chances. Yeah. So the thing is, I can't really take any, you know, saying they were both going, you know, we weren't there. So I can't say, you know, going 100%, you end up getting knocked out by this dude when you're fighting. Hey, what happens if I stay in there in the kitchen a little bit longer than I need to? And then he hits you with a clean one. You find sport, out. Your sport is yeah. getting hit. Your sport, you find your sport out. is hitting people you, and getting hit. So Based off of this man's record, he's probably the guy you want to bring in to train for Deontay Wilder. Exactly. He's, he's probably the guy. So, so I mean, the story the could power. definitely the story could definitely happen, but context is definitely everything. Everything. So everything. Hey, everything. you don't know. You don't know. There's been now, there's been you know we've heard of sparring sessions where it's just like, hey, you're not allowed to hit him for you know the first minute and a half of this. Yeah. So you know you could have you could have done something like this when yeah. you're you know yeah they do it yeah now, so one last thing on there let's say let's just entertain that the story's true. Okay. If you're his camp, do you bring him back? Yes, of course. Gotcha, yeah. gotcha. Yeah. Have to. You don't. You. Yeah. This is this, this is, is a fight. Where, this is a, a sport you don't run. No. You can't run from. You bring him back. It's not. It's not a defensive end talking bring trash back. to a quarterback. No, you're fighting. If you avoid, if you avoid the things that are necessary, you're going to lose in your fight. You go, and you'll also, run into him eventually. And also, that shakes people's confidence too. Yes. It's just like, hey, and it also builds confidence. Yeah. You know, the fighter who knocked him out is like, hey, man, I knocked out Tyson Fury, and now I can't yeah. get work, or he doesn't want me back because right? I knocked him out. Yeah. No, nope, bring him right back. That's what I'm saying. I'm, I'm with you on that one. Now. And establish dominance. I think guys have been going hard in the pain and sparring, so I think there's a lot of truth to this story. There usually is in all rumors. Um, I think I could be starting a rumor right now to have some truth behind it. But you, as we know, Errol Spence out of the uh, fight against Pacquiao. Yep. That's uh, yeah. So what I was reading about that is uh, so Earl Spence is dropped from the fight. Yes, he's dropped because he's having retinal surgery on his eye. Uh, don't know exactly how that happened. I didn't get too. I didn't get read too much into the article. They didn't really say how. I think. I think he was going too hard in the paint during sparring, maybe preparing for Pacquiao because this is a big name, and with Pacquiao coming off a win to Keith Thurman, you got to prove yourself. You gotta, you gotta come out here showing because you're going in as the underdog. Yeah, and I think he went a little too hard in the paint. Maybe took a couple more shots he shouldn't have. That's me. What do you think? Headbutts. Old, old, old car, old, old the, race wound. The thing is, it's it's all the speculation because it it did it just happen to where he needed it because I would say there's more information that needs to be out there because yeah. 
Because what prompted? I think something be, had to prompt him to go look at it too. Because because yeah. I don't know if that's just a routine eye check with boxing. I've never heard of this. So so I think it's it's good that they caught it. It's good that he's getting surgery because we don't want the man to go blind. Yeah. Um, but something must have prompted it. Like yeah. either just bad vision, whatever. I got some Filipino. I got some Filipino friends that called me right away and were like, "Hey, we bought tickets to this, and what what's going on here?" And I told him, I was like, I feel bad for him. But yeah. at the same time is, you still got to get another dog in who he's fighting in Jordana Sugas. That's, uh, this is guys, I think he's a house favorite. I'm pretty sure he is because yeah, we, we like do him. like we've, this guy. We've like, he's one of the we've first. We've always spoke about him. We've, he was one of the pull, first boxers. Pull up Ugas's. We actually talked about him like one of our first overall matches when we had him. I, I told you he's a guy that if you put his name on the table, they, you might want to say next. Yeah. You might want to say next because... Uh, he beat Brian Perella, I believe, at 140 or 147, and that's the first one. He's been on this just killing streak ever since. All right. So lost a split decision yes. to Sean Porter. Yep. So that's already that, and then he's so that was one boy, that a lot of people thought he won. Yeah. So my I thought he won. Yeah. Even Sean Porter was looking kind of sketchy at the end of that one. Yeah. My, I told everybody about this. Some people, because a lot of people are like, "I don't know who this guy is." And I tell everybody, some, watch that fight right now. Sean Porter versus Ugas. Be, uh, this, watch that fight if you want to know who who Ugas is. And Sean Porter's at the top of the food chain still. So look, I'm just gonna go over some of uh, you know the people he's fought. So uh, Abel Ramos, Mike da- uh, Mike Dallas Jr., Omar Figueroa, Sean Porter, John Batista, Ray Robinson, Thomas Delorme. Nelson Lara, uh, Levan Gavi Machava. Yeah. Yeah. The Wolf. Goodfellow Perella, Jamal James. Man, you have uh, a, beat Amir Mom. Yep. So De- decent. He has a pretty decent. solid resume at 147, man. Now, so 147, he's got the title. He Apparently, he's the champ at WBA. It was Pacquiao. So Pacquiao was about having a chance to take Earl Spence's belts. So now he has a chance to get his belt back. This should already be his, technically. Because Ugas didn't beat him for the belt. So this is Ugas's chance. To say that this is my belt. This is my belt. Yeah. And, and no better win. This is a big, big fight for Ugas. Now. It's big for Ugas because now you're on the biggest. You're, you weren't going to, you know, who you were fighting before. You're not going to get. Being on this card will make you, will help you out. But having Manny Pacquiao under your belt is definitely going to be. Something that you're looking forward to. Yeah, so, like, yeah. I think as a hungrier fighter and needs to make, needs to make a name for himself, a bigger name. Hey, man, he's gonna be really dangerous, man. Yeah, yeah, gotcha. No, I, I agree. You wanna you wanna talk about this fight? Are we gonna record next week? Because this is this is where we could make our decisions with this fight. You know, what? We'll, we'll circle back to this at the end of the show. We'll see what, what kind of time we have. We want to make picks on this now. So, next up, because uh, there's a lot of fights this weekend. This is guy John Buati. I don't know if you've heard of him. He's fighting this dude Rickards. He's a good. This is a good guy to watch. Uh, he's got some power. It, it'll be entertaining. Uh, another one on there is going to be my man Rigandow. Yes. Versus John Real Casimore. This is all on the same day, by the way. Yep. John Real Casimore was originally supposed to face my man Donito uh, Donaire. Instead, now Donaire wants the rematch with the monster. He wants it anyway, right? Yeah. Rigandau is trying to get a rematch with Donaire. Donaire kind of wants to avenge his loss that he has against Rigandau. 
If you were debonair, which which beating do you want? Um, as a competitor and as close and as good as the fight was, I'm taking the monster. Give me the monster. Give him the monster, yeah. man, because that's gonna make a bigger statement. Yeah. You fighting the monster over Guillermo Rigondeau, man. Yeah. You're, we're talking about somebody who is. Where do we have him? Ten or nine on our pound for pound? I believe ten, or nine. Yeah, it's, uh, he is. He is number seven. We have his number seven. Oh, oh, did we switch? Them Eight. Things? Oh yeah. Oh yeah, because we switched. Because uh, we got Wilder at nine. Not, tank at ten. Yeah. So. I would take that fight because that's going to put his name on the map. Yes. Yes. Definitely would. And then we also had Joshua Franco versus Andrew Maloney. We talked about this. Andrew Maloney, he's one of his twin brothers. He's getting yeah. his chance for revenge uh, get to get his title back for Joshua Franco. This was actually he when he lost his title. It was his American debut. Ooh. I, I, sometimes, how do you, there's a part of me that kind of loves and enjoys the spoiling of your American debut. Like when Anthony Joshua came in his American debut, he got knocked out. Andrew Maloney got stopped also, I believe, in this American debut. So this is a chance at redemption back in the states. We'll see how it goes. We'll see how it goes. I don't know. I think I think uh, I think the dude Franco has his number. The bigger name on here is Virgil Ortiz, who's fighting. Yeah, that's the biggest. This is one I'm actually looking forward to against uh, Kaviaskis. Now Kaviaskis had his fight against Terence Crawford. Yeah, good fight. Mm-hmm. There's a part of that that one though. I think Terence Crawford he stood toe to toe with him when he didn't have to, but he can't do a lot. And I he think he did it to prove that he could. Yeah. yeah, he did that to prove that he could. Now Virgil Ortiz, a guy who wants to stand in front of you, right? So the, he's definitely going to get that option with Caviascas here. So we'll see how this works out. Do you see Virgil? How do how do you feel about Virgil Ortiz? I like Virgil Ortiz. Like, he's a, I don't have any, he's I don't pretty anything. tough. He he beat he beat my man uh, Mighty Mo, Mighty Mo uh, Hooker. Hooker, big fan of him. Last losses, last couple fights, unfortunately. My tablet just died on there too. Oh is... god! Do you remember what we have left? Yeah, well, actually, we're just gonna circle back to Pacquiao and uh, Ugas if you want to talk about this now, or and then. Uh, so it's up, it's up to you, man. What we I'm, got on time? We got we got plenty of time. Okay. But I'm not going to lie to you. I'm sleepy. I see that. Yeah. <laughs> man, long day. So uh, Sam Vargas, uh, Brad Solomon, uh, Antonio Orozco, Mauricio Herrera. Yeah, yeah. He knocked him out, too. When uh, He's a guy that doesn't get knocked out too often. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So, well, that's a good. he's a good up-and-cover. All but right. um, but Egis Kaviasius, man, is twenty two and one with eighteen KOs, man. This guy's gonna be really dangerous for Virgil Ortiz, man. Yeah. So, and he has a, and he has a resume behind him. It's not nothing impressive, but Juan Carlos Abreu, uh, we watched that one. David uh, Evanesian, yeah. Let me see, fought Terence Crawford, so yep. you know he's been in there with some of the best too. So that experience is gonna be worth the- more. It's a really good test. Just because his test against Hooker was really good. Uh, but this is another one. Now, he wants Terrence Crawford after this fight. He, but he ain't ready, right? No. He ain't even there. No. Not even there yet. No. Not even there at all. So, All right, man. So it's a, we can talk about Spence versus, I'm sorry, Pacquiao versus Ugas later. Okay. And we'll go ahead and move on here. How we win it, man? 
Success doesn't come from what you do occasionally. It comes from what you do consistently. Exactly. If you consistently masturbate every day, you will consistently come early in bed. It's just the math is right there, gentlemen. Do the God. math. Do the math. I'm out. Shit. <laughs>